Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for That Sounds You with your host, Wayne Noon, Greg Marvel, Uncle Saxon, and Pete Peters. John frozen again. I it certainly <laughs> appears so. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or else he's oh, yeah. like really good at being still. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> Statuesque, even. <laughs> like, hey, man, anybody ever tell you you'd make a really fucking good wall? Ah, <laughs> uh, yep, oh. and he disappeared again. He left. I'm leaving that in the show. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Let me try calling him again. This is not a good start. He says he's got, like, full bars. And, uh... His connection's fine, so I don't know what's going on. Running this show seems to be like that scene in Gremlins 2 where they take over the TV station. <laughs> I'll put a clip of that in right here. We should. That'd be I'm awesome. Go- I'm gonna. I'll find it on YouTube. It's going to be a big problem. Seems that way. You know, after listening to this Necronomicon album a couple times, uh, I was a little disappointed with it. Really? We're not yeah, talking lo- about it on this show, but go ahead. No, I mean, well, oh, that's right. You're <laughs> nah, fuck, I guess I'll wait. <laughs> I got the shows mixed up. Well, while we're waiting for John, um... I want to thank everybody who has yes. subscribed to our YouTube channel and uh, to our uh, iTunes and um, all the other podcast things that we have out there. And uh, there's a few people, let me try to get my notes here, that have other shows as well. So I just wanted to thank them because, uh, you know, you guys should go support them since they supported us. People like. Yes. Lou Mavs, he has a podcast called Music is Life. Look him up on iTunes. Uh, his show's kind of similar to ours, but he talks about um, like his time. He's, he, he does music, too. He plays like every single instrument known to man. And uh, he's been in bands and, and uh, you know been signed to record labels and stuff like that. So he just gives his opinions on what bands should do or what not to do in the music business. So it's a pretty good show. Uh, Matthew Schaffer from the Hameen Media Group. He uh, subscribed to us. Uh, I listen to pretty much all their shows on there. It's mostly like a wrestling podcast kind of thing. But uh, there's other things on there like conspiracy theory shows and um, a bunch of stuff. Just check that out. Look it up. They're on Twitch and on uh, iTunes or Podbean or, you know, just look up Hameen Media Group. You'll find it. Uh, the wrestler Eric Adams, a good friend of mine from back in the day, he has a uh, YouTube channel, Eric Adams TV. Uh, not the guy from Man of War. He's he's a fan of uh, Eric Adams from Man of War, so don't get him confused. <laughs> he looks nothing All like right. the guy from Man of War either. He looks nothing like uh, the real Eric Adams. The uh, real Eric. Wow. Burn. <laughs> Uh, old Head Podcast. 
Don't know who this guy is, but he uh, subscribed to our channel. So thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, the band Speed Rush, Speed Rush Metal on YouTube. Go and add them. My friend Nur from the uh, Halloween Metal Group. Uh, Halloween Metal Group. The Halloween uh, uh, Collectors Group on uh, Facebook. And uh, there's a bunch of other people. And uh, I didn't have time to get everybody's name out there, but uh, I appreciate appreciate everybody for adding us. And um, yep, me too. Thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, let's see. All right, John is still not here. No, he said I did not touch anything. What the fuck? He and just... I said I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and then it's... it said he went offline completely. So. Oh, so is he not back on? Uh, it just lit up green again. So. Okay, I'm calling him, so let's see what happens. Well, on today's plate, regardless, is uh, two bands. One being Faster Pussycat. And uh, yes. their same titled album, right? I think it yep, was just... self-titled album. Faster Pussycat, Faster Pussycat. Yeah. And Tiger Tail's Berserk. Which, oh. Yes, and Tiger Tail's Berserk. I was going to say Faster Pussycat, which features the single bathroom wall, which was in both The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2 and uh, Dudes. Dudes? Yeah. Another Penelope Spears movie. Yeah. I had no idea. What the Um, I remember guys in the desert. That's about it. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. <laughs> Interesting. Well, this sucks, man. I... Skype sucks. Yeah. This is screwing up the show. I might I have to edit have some to... of this stuff out. <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah, I think so. And we'll be right back. Hello, and welcome to Rat Salad Review. I am joined by my trusty colleagues, Greg Noggle, Uncle Saxon, and you will see a new guy, Lou Maps. Hello. Greetings sir. and salutations, children of technology. <laughs> Killing technology. <sighs> Always got to have a Voivod reference. Yes. Every show. Voivod. What's wrong with Voivod? Bewitcher! Nothing. Nothing's wrong with it. What's that? It said Bewitcher. All right. Oh, yes. It could be Witcher. Lou has no idea who Bewitcher is, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> we will turn you on to Voivod, Bewitcher. so that's cool. What do you mean nobody likes Voivod? No, I said he likes Voivod, so oh, that's yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. They were like the best band on the second stage of OzFest 2003. Really? And they blew all the other bands away. And I was actually happy to say that I got to meet them... Rest in peace, Piggy. You know, uh, great band, great live performance. Wow, nice. Awesome. Greg, you just saw them recently too, right? Yeah, hung out with uh, Chewy and uh, Away. Oh, you saw them too, uh, Sex? You weren't on the show then. 
I had no what? idea. Was it? You weren't on the show back then. You're lost, man. I know. Now look what you got yourself into. I know, right? This show hasn't been the same since. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we've got 70 subscribers now. No, 80. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now we're getting real. We're almost to 100. You know what that means? <laughs> no, what? Time to party! No, it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> Say it again. Well, we what? could do... We could do a raffle. I've got a fifty-one fifty vinyl. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Wait, I think the they subscriber count just went down to zero. What's that? What's the subscriber that count just went down to zero. <laughs> I tried to give away a, a Iced Earth album, but nobody wanted that either. So, which album? Um, Enter the Realm, the reissue. Ah, yeah. I thought people would have wanted that. But it got sent back to uh, Amazon, and I got my money back. <laughs> <laughs> Ice Earth right now is taking the back seat to Demons and Wizards, so yes, they are. I think uh, I might prefer that, honestly. <laughs> they were great albums. Yeah, they were. Well, the first one was. Second one was okay. Well, well, Hagar's Ice Earth now. <laughs> He's not going to Ice Earth. He said uh, Van Hagar's going to Ice Earth. Oh wow. Man, <laughs> that would never happen. No. All right, let's start the show here. All right. First bit of news. I thought this was kind of funny, but I guess he's serious. Ingve Malmsteen claims that his first album saved the electric guitar maker Fender. You know, they should. Uh, every article should just have the headline. Malmsteen says something arrogant to try to remain relevant for a little while longer. <laughs> well, he doesn't anyway, have So he has to keep his name. <laughs> I think he's the long lost Trump son from Sweden. Or wherever the yeah. <laughs> I think Sweden's glad to get rid of him. You think so? No, I know so. <laughs> I love that first Steeler album. Other than that, forget about it. No, I've never listened to that. I've always wanted to check it out. Which one, Rising Force, the first one? The uh, No, um, the Steeler album. It was okay. I'm friends with Rick Fox on uh, Facebook, and uh, he actually just did a, a big reunion with, well, three of the four original members of Steeler. So it kind of yeah. piqued my interest, and I listened back to it. It's not bad. It's good L.A., early 80s metal, you know? It was what was going on, the Sunset Strip, you know, and... Ingve really didn't have much input in on it uh, on it at all. Actually, I think he he explained that because he was still hadn't gotten his work visa, he wasn't able to have any of his songs or record any rhythm parts. So he just did leads. Oh, really? So, that yeah. explains why I like it. Yeah, you did good <laughs> with that. <laughs> but uh, truth be told, um, I'm more of a fan of Alcatraz than anything he ever did in his solo bands. Really? Like that the the album uh not we sold our soul for rock and roll, that's the Black Sabbath greatest hits. No parole from rock and roll. Uh, yeah. to me that that's the best thing that he ever did. And then everything after that was a wank fest. Yeah. True. And True. you know, for him to say that Rising Force saved Fender, hello, Eddie Van Halen, Frankenstrat, Jakey Leash uh, you know, Strat, that was a Fender strap before Charvel modified it. 
And Clapton has been playing strats from the 70s till, well, today. So I don't know where the hell he gets off thinking that he saved Fender. Well, yeah, he's saying it. He's, he's saying on it. Eric Clapton level, so, you know, what are you going to say about that? He's Didn't saying Clapton it, though, because, uh, yeah, that's what he just said. Oh. Aren't you listening? I <laughs> talking over people. I can't hear what they're saying, so. What? Huh? What? Oh. Ah. Uh, no, but uh, Malmsteen's saying it because he put the Fender on the actual album cover. So he oh, thinks that, stuff. yeah, he thinks because people saw that on the front cover, that's why people went out and bought the Fender guitars. No, because there was there was an album before that that had a Fender Strat on the album cover. Which it was one? a great hits collection, uh, Deepest Purple, from Deep Purple, that had the Strat. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it did. Whoa. Didn't yeah, know that. It, that, that came out a full Strat four years before Rising Force. Ho, ho, ho. Wow. This show just got very Blue interesting. Blue and Dragon are going to be like best friends for, forever now. BFFs. Yeah, I know. He hates 5150 <laughs> and Malmsteen. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> I will to say I did like one Rising Force song. I think I want to say it's called Black Star. But it could be Black Sun. I'm not sure. I know it's on that first record, though. Black Star. Black Star. Yeah, that's the only solo song I've ever heard that I kind of liked from him. <laughs> I like a lot of his stuff. My favorite album of his is uh, Alchemy. It's a very good album. The production's very good on it. The songs are pretty much all good on that so- on that album. Is but that- I've never heard it. What is a clever title. guy from uh, Candlemass as vocalist? Um, Feedling, I think it was. It might be. Oh, like, hmm. might be. Yeah, but um, yeah, but everything after that has sucked. It just he's he's just does you know the usual Ingve you know Wankfest stuff though. And then now he produces all his own his own stuff, and everything sounds like garbage. He he does the worst productions ever. I swear to God. How he lets his albums go out sounding like that. Is beyond me, <laughs> especially being like a perfectionist that uh, he is. Shanker Group albums, he he wasn't very good at production either. No, I another one I never listened to. Uh, another news story I thought was kind of funny. Uh, Marty Friedman said he was too short to audition for Kiss. Yeah, I've read that elsewhere before. You mean he was shorter than Eric Carr? I guess so. It makes okay. no sense because Kiss wears platinum uh, boots. So why yeah. would it matter how short he is? Because the heels know. are about like 10 inches tall. So, you know, you can make another, what, two inches and he'll be about the same height as everybody else. Little yeah. people got their own shit going on, man. You just uh, got to let them do their thing. I guess. But I don't. he wouldn't have fit in Kiss anyway, you know? He would have fucking blew the whole band away. Yeah, well, not. Nah, you know, if he's that shape. short, they can't have him in there fucking things up with his tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Lou? I said you can't go from cacophony to hot in the shade. Yeah, it's true. Not at all. Yeah, too, a totally different sound. You know, that's like uh, Bruce Kulick. He fit in the band, you know, fairly well. But they also changed when he came in the band. You guys ever watched that Jason Becker uh, documentary? Not Dead Yet? Yeah, that was awesome. It was uh, heart-wrenching. It really was. It really was. Um, 
I really love that album that Becker did with David Lee Roth, A Little Ain't Enough. That's got some killer tunes on it. And yeah, he never got to tour on it. He never got to tour with them. No, they got uh, Joe Holmes, who okay. is more famous for having been Ozzy's guitar player about five years later to uh, be the guitarist on that tour. But yeah, Becker did some sick stuff on that. Like, if you ever heard, listen to It's Showtime, like, I would put that, like, right on a level with, like, Hopper Teacher or um, even Shy Boy off of uh, Eat Him and Smile. You know, yeah. like, it's that good. So, yeah, it should have kicked in right, uh, right before that tour, and Dave had to scramble. Mm hmm. Yep. Mm, never got into him either. I never liked his solo stuff. Who, Jason's? Uh, Dave Lee Roth. Oh, well, I'll take it over right. my hangar. <laughs> Hell yeah. But actually, oh, I never well, heard of Jason's stuff either. solo has some great solo records. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're, he does some weird covers occasionally, but he always pulls them off well, I think. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, he just released an album. What was it? Last year, I think. Jason Becker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing how he just does it basically just... Like with his eyes, I guess, right? Or yeah. Like he looks at a screen. Can't do that with their hands. What? Yep. I said most guitarists can't do what he does with it with their hands. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> it's a miracle the guy's still alive. It is. It, it's, it's, yeah. That's crazy. Yep. It's sad. Sad story. Um, what? It's a happy story actually, because that motherfucker, he's uh, he's still living the high life, man. He's uh, if you watch that documentary. Mm-hmm. He, he's an inspiration totally mm-hmm. I have to I check it out I haven't seen it is it on Netflix? Uh, uh, it should it's be, yeah. on Amazon Prime oh. is that what it was? Okay. All right. I've got Prime okay. I still but, both have it all the one thing I'll say about him is that he was able to get some of the best guitar players not just shredders mm. together to do a benefit show uh, to help him raise money for ALS research. So if you got that kind of power as a human being and as a guitar player, you're pretty freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. There's a lot about you. I think people uh, notice uh, the lost uh, potential there, you know. And mm. if you're any kind of fucking human being, you jump on that bandwagon right there for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. And like you said, he's lucky to be alive, so... It sucks he has to be the way he is, but at least he's still here. Mm-hmm. Um, other news. This is kind of stupid. Listening to heavy metal is bad for driver behavior. <laughs> I never had an issue. <laughs> if anything, it made me drive better. I'm trying to think of a witty pun, but yeah. I can't write. Well, <laughs> it's a stupid. Like, just to, uh, I think it was like last month they they had a thing, like people with depression and anxiety and things like that that listen to heavy metal. It helped them. Yeah. So now they're saying it, it's uh, driving while listening to it is bad. Well, it depends which band. Poison. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's true. Because that make anyone want to crash their car. That's true. Purposely. <laughs> Just mentioned Slipknot, so maybe Slipknot. Huh. Oh, no. Oh, no. They listened to uh, Slipknot and, oh, my God, and uh, Taylor Swift. What? <laughs> wow. 
I can let me read this whole thing. Uh, this I guess this, this guy so metal. Yeah, this guy Tristan uh, was staggering 14 seconds slower, and his throttle movements were far. Oh, wait, let me start at the beginning here. Uh, well, the bitch's name is Tristan. Let's start with that. Yeah, it's true. Uh, okay, the findings from the research are published in the latest issue of Auto Express. During the test, Consumer Report Tristan Tristan, I'm not reading his name, uh, was tasked tasked with undertaking two simulated precision laps of the Grand Prix track Red Bull. Why do I got to go on and on and on? Where this is in Aust- Austria. While listening to the songs at full volume from four different genres of music, extreme metal, hip-hop, classical, and pop, the two-lap, tested invo- the two-lap test involved fast acceleration, a series of technically challenging corners, and a speed limit zone, completed by a controlled stop on the finish line at the end of the second lap. After setting a control lap with no music for four minutes, 34 seconds, Tristan tried the same test again while listening to Slipknot. Uh, Tristan uh, was a staggering 14 seconds slower, and his throttle movements were far more jagged, uh, jagged while listening to the metal compared to the control lap. Ugh, I can't even like understand what I'm reading as I'm reading this. Well, he's probably gagging the whole, whole time he's listening. All right, so he admitted to listening to Slipknot made it harder to concentrate on the circuit layout. Then he made his way on to box Goldberg Variations. On his headphones, but while Tristan was driving, uh, it was much better with Bach than with Slipknot. He was 12 seconds slower than his control lap, <laughs> dropping his speed to just 35 miles an hour to 50 miles an hour zone without noticing. Then I came to Shake listen. It Off. What's that? I had to listen to fucking. Ch- then came Shake It Off. Oh, that that must have been when the bomb went off. Uh, <laughs> That's the name That's... of a band. Then came Shake It Off. His name no, of a band. Taylor Swift. You never heard of Shake It Off? Yeah. Oh. Consider yourself lucky. <laughs> you want me to sing it for you? No. Yeah. No. Go for it. Do it. I wish I, wish I had it. it. Shake it off. Shake it off. Because the player's going to play, 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 play. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm good. That's brought that, yeah. my earwaves yet. Ah, uh, see, that's what happens when Wayne sings Taylor Swift. He freezes. <laughs> oh, shit. You me. You're stuck, buddy. Ah. All right, well, let's start over. Yeah, so, yeah, well. Somebody <laughs> run over to Long Island and draw three holes on his head. <laughs> Four? I'll get the quarter. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. Uh, Wayne says, everyone just froze. Yeah, no, we didn't. He no, didn't. dude. You froze. See, I'll bet it was his Skype the whole time. He's trying to blame it on us. Yeah, we're still talking. Is this still recording? Really sucks. Yeah, that does really suck. Can you splice together two different things like that? I can if it recorded it and it's still on the computer. Can you check real quick? Um, I think it's connected to this chat, so I wouldn't be able to check until we were done. Okay.
Okay, well, quick recap. Ingve did not sell fenders. Uh, <laughs> Van Hagar still Vic sucks. Does not make you want to commit vehicular homicide. Maybe <laughs> Vince is still a douchebag. But listening to Bach might. Yes, it might. Um, <laughs> oh, no, not Greg's frozen. Yeah, I no. see that. Oh, they're, they're okay now. Wow, they're oh, never... staggering, though. Yes. And Marty Friedman was too short to wear platform boots with Kiss. Right. Marty Friedman has tiny hands is what I want everybody to get out of the first part of that. <laughs> Marty Friedman's the Hawaiian Trump brother. Wow. What is going on today? <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't know. Five, five. I don't know. I don't even know what you said. It cut off. Golf clap. Golf clap. What'd you say? Oh, too late, but what did you say? I don't even know what he said. I think he said Marty Freeman is the Hawaiian Trump brother. That is what he said. Okay. <laughs> All right, just confirming. <laughs> oh, little hands, because of little hands. Yep. <laughs> yeah, short people just got no reason to live, man. Thank you, Randy <laughs> Newman. Not a problem. <laughs> Left foot, yeah, right foot. Family guy will get on you for that one. I thought well, an apple. Red-headed lady looking at an apple. <laughs> she gonna take a bite. No. She's gonna She wipes it on her blouse. Fat old husband walking over. I'm pretty sure there's not a fucking lick right of this is going on the internet, man. Right foot, right foot. I'm just going to sit here and look Stop. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't hear you, man. You can't hear me? Take your wow. hand off the speaker. Is it yeah. better? Better? Not really. A little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Oh, I said, I said, are you sorry you joined this? No, no, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> All right, How come me and Sax are the only ones with video? What happened? Wait. I, got I see everybody. Uh -huh. I don't know why this never happens. Johnny, 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 Johnny. Whoops, Johnny, whoops, Johnny, 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 Johnny. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and, uh, I did that wrong, anyways. All my all the news stories are on my phone, and I'm using my phone, so I can't see it. I got you, brother. The next one is all about Dio and his holographic uh some shit. No, Wendy says he's she's got a bunch of footage. Yeah, for the documentary <laughs> film. Yeah. The next one is uh, Joey DeMaio. Is not retiring. Thank no. God for that. Man of War. Praise God, they're not retiring. The loincloth. The loincloth industry all exhaled a uh, consecutive sigh of relief. <laughs> God, it's a good thing I just got my cod piece fucking cleaned. <laughs> right. <laughs> really they're needed not, that super Everybody summer. else. Is. Huh? That I really needed that zebra print thong this summer, so it's a good thing they're all still in business. 
Right. That fuck. Right. I got I got a replica of Ross the Boss uh, breastplate that I'm really itching to get into. <laughs> <laughs> get Are we even order. doing the show anymore? I have no fucking clue. Yeah, yeah I mean, me neither. I don't know what's going on. Uh, all right, Tobias Ford says he may not always front Ghost. But Ghost is a band too, apparently. I've heard <laughs> about him. I don't fucking know the first thing about him, but apparently he says he may not always. Oh, he may not always front Ghost. Yeah. I don't know if that's the thing, but you put it on the. <laughs> It's one of my favorite bands. Ghost is pretty cool. I gotta uh, check them out. Uh, they 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 kind of remind me of like uh, well not the new album but like the earlier stuff reminds me a little bit of Blue Oyster Cult. You know like the the second white period Blue Oyster Cult. Sorry. <laughs> Said second rate Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> Fine, second rate Blue Oyster Cult, but I enjoy it. Um, I mean, I'll take that over what they play on commercial radio nowadays anyway. Yeah. I love Ghosts. I think they're good. A lot of people don't like them because of all the makeup and all the, um, you know, all the get-up and shit that they wear. I like that. The, the makeup is the only reason people pay attention. I'm attempting to, I to get think. Their music's pretty generic, honestly. It is. But they do it well. I'm just so out of the Taylor Swift, Ghost. <laughs> Did you at least uh, hear uh, my Shake It Off song? Is that a Ghost song? Uh, well, don't, don't sing that shit again, because it's going to fucking <laughs> fuck up the video. If my, if my computer oh, said... Shake it, shake it, shake it like a Polaroid camera. Is that the song? No, that's Outcast. That's pretty close. I like that song, man. That's a cool song. <laughs> yeah, I like that song, too. Hey, yeah. The, the thing about Ghost that I find interesting is that like they came at a time where, I mean, Greg, you mentioned that it's um, you know a generic sound, and and I I won't say that it isn't. I mean, like you know the, their style of music hasn't really been done before, but I appreciate the onstage gimmick that they uh, that uh, that they're doing. And in terms of what's considered popular right now, I mean, I'll take that over. What's a? I can't believe I'm going to say this band's name. Uh, Greta Van Fleet or Led Zeppelin too. Are you a Greta Van Fleet fan? Yeah. No. I'm not. Listen, you do you remember Kingdom Come from the from the late '80s? Yeah. My first wife fucked the guitarist. (laughs) True story. It is a true story. True fucking story of the night, by the way, because I not mean to trigger you, sir. <laughs> Seriously, but it, Lord GML, you can look her up on Facebook and tell her all about it. Say hi for me. <laughs> but I mean, like you know, Please like tag like, her in this. <laughs> like, like when Kingdom Come first came out, you know, it sounded like Zeppelin. When you know, you can't say that Greta Van Fleet doesn't. I'm not saying it sucks. I'm just saying it's not. It doesn't deviate from from that from that formula. Right. Yeah, you're right. The first Kingdom Come did, man, but uh, Lenny Wolf turned it up after, I mean, the last 15 Kingdom Come albums didn't sound like Led Zeppelin. I didn't know they had any other albums in the first one. (laughs) They haven't quit, man. The guitarist, oh, for fucking real. Oh, there he is. Oh, there you are. Back now. I was going to say. Is there two of me? No, but you got an echo going on. 
Now we can't hear you. I can only see Lou now, so. Uncle Saxon isn't there either? Nope. You guys are all better off. I can hear him. I can hear everybody, but I can only see you. You can only see me? Oh, there you go. You sound good now, Nooner. Do I? Yeah. Yeah. Stop recording. It doesn't say it's recording. (sighs) Mine does. Wayne is using a device that could record or broadcast this call. Wow. Well, as long as it says that on your side, then that's all that matters. Yep. Yeah, we're still recording. What little Halloween pumpkin you got back there? Yeah, it is. Uh, What'd that cost you? I don't know. Not much. It's just like a little blow-up, not a balloon, What do you like a float, you know, like a pool toy thing. Oh, so it's not an authorized, licensed uh, piece no, of it is. Rap- it is. propaganda? What it is. is. They they throw them out there in the concerts. Though they used to. Well, Joe oh. Nixon used to throw out uh, anatomically correct blow-up sheep into his audiences. <laughs> True. Roger Waters? Oh, uh, Mojo no. Nixon. Oh, Mojo. Mojo Nixon. Oh, Mojo Roger Nixon. Waters. <laughs> no, he, he, he had the big takes. That's a humor. Come on. Oh, boy. All right. I guess so. We went through all the news. Sorry about all the confusion. Hopefully, well, this we didn't show... We really uh... talk about Dio. I mean, what do you guys even think of the oh. hologram? What was, well, uh, the hologram is bullshit, but the documentary she was talking about sounds pretty cool. I got to go through my news thing. What is, what is she saying? She's saying that she has uh, enough material to release a documentary based on the guy. Oh, the documentary would be, would be cool. I want to watch yeah. the documentary. I don't want to watch a hologram. We yeah, started I, with Geezer my... Butler, who's obviously Ronnie's best friend from Black Sabbath, and I think we'll probably get some of the Dio band while we're out on the hologram tour. <laughs> and other people, all the people close to Ronnie that played with him or were influenced him. Also, childhood friends going all the way back to Elf and Rainbow. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't she know a lot so of uh, much his backstory. Stuff that people have never seen, even some Super 8 stuff from the real early days. Wow. Well, yeah, I know he was born in Cortland, New York. Um, started a local band there. His first release is when he was known. Um, he was known as Ronnie Dio and the Prophets which was sort of like the R&B doo-wop thing going on. He went more hard rock-based uh, with Elf. He was signed... Elf at the time was signed to Deep Purple's uh, record label, Purple Records, which is why there's a <laughs> there's a, there's an interesting um, animated music video that I saw on YouTube, something produced by um, Roger Glover and Dio singing on it. And it's very hippie, like... Early seventies, like flower power type. Yeah. But it was, it was. He sounded great. I mean, Ronnie. If there's one thing you can never take away from Ronnie, the guy had an amazing voice, right? And an amazing stage presence. So an amazing hairline. Sorry. And an amazing hairline. That too. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you know everything that he did, he put power and and passion into it. And uh, you know I. Just love everything about the guy. I mean, to me, Stargazer, I still think that's like the greatest metal song ever written. 
It is a great song. I don't know about the greatest metal song, but... Personal opinion. Yeah. It's a good pick. No, you, th- this is a bad salad review. You have to re- agree with all three, uh, three of us. Gentleman Leather. <laughs> what did you say? Denim and leather. Denim and leather. We're not yeah, doing that today. Yeah, we're not uh, doing that. Greatest fucking metal song ever. No, it's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so- no, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll watch a documentary. I don't know a lot about his earlier life, so it'll be cool to, um, you know, see what he did and stuff. Yeah. I did, I did see that one doo-wop video. I think somebody released it on YouTube a couple of years ago. It was like mm. a black and white video. And it was weird because... It was weird because... Like the Vegas Gypsies or something? Whatever that first band was called? I don't know what the hell the name of it was. I just remember it was like a black and white video. And it, it didn't really look like him because he was young. And he had more hair. And he was wearing a doo-wop suit. Yeah, yeah, he was. It was interesting. Because you never. I'll give Beal this. He actually did fucking make this uh, popular. It wasn't Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons can go, you know. Much. Oh yeah, Gene's big in the history books. I'll say. <laughs> Gene wants to say he invented it, but then he, in the same sentence, he'll say he stole it from Spider Man. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And that's stupid because Spider Man does this. Yeah, he does yeah. quit. Yeah, not this. Dummy. Uh, speaking yeah, of Kiss, Keyshawn uh, does it. Yeah. Who's that? Keyshawn Johnson from the Jets. Oh, no idea. You don't know see, see, Lou, you don't know him too well yet. Uh, but he just grabs random things up from wherever the hell he is. <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> it's true. How Bobby? <laughs> and Greg got anything? <laughs> no, no, nothing today. No, uh, no uh, pillow um, wrestling buddies, no, whatever the hell they're um, called. Yeah, wrestling buddy. I've got Eddie. There you go. Oh, that's cool. I like it. Nice. I've been buying those new Iron Maiden um, the reissues, the CD ones, and they, some of them come with uh, the little figurines. Yeah, that's where I got that. It was in uh, a cutout bin. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you saying they're reissuing Iron Maiden albums again? Again, yes. for like the fifth time. This is like yeah. the sixth fucking time, right? Yeah, something like that. I and thought I, I thought the best reissues that came out were the Castle Records from '95. Yeah, that's second disc that had like the B sides and all that. Yeah, the two CD yeah, sets. The, those uh, those are the best package. But I have to say, the most recent ones definitely have the best sound. You mean the ones they're coming out with now? Yeah, yeah. Because they did the other ones that uh, that have like the artwork from the first album on the spine from Sanctuary Records, I believe. Yeah, those those were those are shit. They brick walled the hell out of the mix on them mm-hmm. albums to fit all that CD-ROM crap on there, which is cool, right. but it made it sound muted and uh... yeah. And what pissed me off with that too is um, on the Power Slave one. They took the song Power Slave and they cut out the, the drum intro and they made it 
into the other side, the front, the yeah, side was attached to the end of back in the village. I remember. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm it was sorry. so stupid. Who well, wants to say hi to DJ Juice? Well, we have to say hello to DJ Juice because he's part of the show. Maybe. Get this guy some juice. Yeah, What's up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there he is. He oh, needs bless. a refill. He needs a refill. Get the man a refill. <laughs> you know, while we're on the subject of Iron Maiden, were you guys fans of the production on the first album? Because uh, Steve Harris always talks about how much he hates the production on the first one, but I like the rawness of it. I think it I gives... think it's brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah. Awesome. How else should that sound? Yeah, I think it's out. great. That's, That's exactly like. how that album needs to sound. Yeah. Yeah, if it sounded more polished, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be as good. I don't think. Uh, the how to take you to bed. Yep. True. Although Killers is still probably my all-time favorite Maiden album. Well, uh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. I don't like that one as much. Whatever. I don't think it's Me as good. Me were right about that. That's one I will I don't, on. I don't think it's as good. The songs are better on the first album. Wrong. Wrong, no. wrong, wrong. <laughs> Killers you know, is perfect from beginning to end. There isn't a bad song on that album. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. There is. Don't make me go back there and get it. It'll take me an hour to find it. Are you really trying to say that there's at least one bad song on <clears throat> Killers? Yeah, there is. There's probably two or three. Maybe four. No. No. Oh, my no. God. We're talking just... about Killers. Let's just go uh, to the trusty the old beast. internet. There's... Tell me what bad song there is on Number of the Beast. Gangers. <laughs> and Gangland. Gangland was that part? Wait, what was? Oh no, no. Okay, I'm thinking of um, what was that? Uh, Twilight Zone. Was it one one of those songs? Was killers. I love Twilight Zone. No, there was a song that was added to Number of the Beast. Total Eclipse. Total, Total Eclipse. Eclipse, which is that one's awesome. awesome. <clears throat> that is an awesome song. Should have been on that album. I agree. Um, Eyes of March. That's a good song. Murders and Another Another Life. I think is a shitty song. Really? Yeah. Well, I think it's a killer filler. I mean, it's nothing earth-shattering, but it's, you know, it's a good song that they threw on there just to kill time. I, I didn't hate it. Drifter. Dude, it, it. It's great because of how they play on that record. It's still so with so much raw energy, and what the band is doing is fucking great. Mm-hmm. You know, you can call it a filler song if you want, but I don't think it is. Like, Killer. especially that song. You ever heard them play it live? It's amazing. Another Life? Uh, no, and I saw the, the, the uh, first year's tour when it uh, came to Jersey. Um, they did two nights at the PNC in Jersey with uh, OzFest. The first night they did a shorter set. The second night, Sabbath canceled their performance, so Maiden elongated a set, and I think they actually played Another Life on the second night, which I was not there for. Yeah. They don't play it now. I haven't haven't heard that in years. No, but they brought back <laughs> of Icarus for this uh, this tour. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think they've done that since the Somewhere in Time tour. Wow. Cross-Eyed Mary's the best B-side. I'm sorry, which one was the best B-side? Cross-Eyed Mary. Oh, that's a good one. Really? Yes. Yeah. That is a good one, but I love Invasion. I like Reach Out. 
I like Reach Out. Reach too. Out is awesome. Yeah, good song. That was supposed yeah, like, to be I'm a uh, watch number nine. That was supposed to be a, a praying mantis song, I think. Reach no. Out. No. What was the other band he was in? Uh, Adrian. Adrian Smith. No. It, it turned into the Adrian Smith and Friends project or ASAP in any event, but um. That that was originally something him and Nico were doing, and the band was called FM. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. It was more like AOR friendly, I think. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah, but it's really good. I'll take your word. Oh, I love Adrian. Oh. The next guitar I want to. The next guitar I want to get is a Jackson Adrian Smith. So. Nice. Now, would you say that... Uh, I want to get is a Don Hall fucking ukulele. <laughs> that would be cool, right? Wouldn't it? Why not? Yeah, that would. Tiny bones all over the night. <laughs> yeah, my Don Hall fucking ukulele will take you all down. Take you all down! <laughs> you get the ukulele, I'll get a didgeridoo. I got the Jews <laughs> the woodpecker has been reborn, people. Only <laughs> yeah, Greg gets that. So, like, got... I get it. Oh my God, this show has went downhill so fast. Uh, <laughs> no. Wayne, were you about to ask something about guitarist and maiden? Frozen. Oh, for a beautiful pose. Somebody take a picture of that. There you go. Oh, can you do that? Take a picture of Wayne and his uh, his starlit uh, features. I <laughs> got it. <laughs> oh, I, I wish love I that. could see it. <laughs> uh, can kind of see it. Okay, now what? So Necronomicon from Germany, their latest album, came out in 2018. I thought it was pretty amazing. I mean, it's faster than shit in most parts. I thought, it, I thought it was really good. Um, the only thing that kind of disappointed me about it is, you know, uh, there's a lot of real repetitive... ...too. Oh, and that's good. Yeah, absolutely. I like what I heard. Yeah. Are you into the speed metal thing, Lulu? <laughs> Am I into the speed metal? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I grew I grew up um, with two older brothers who got me into metals and uh, into metal. And my one brother was really into like the Shrapnel records and stuff like that. You know, uh, Paul Gilbert uh, from Racer X, one of my favorite guitar players. I mean, I know that kind of teeters on the L.A. 80s metal scene, but I defy any band of that era to play what Racer X was doing. But, you know, that Slayer, um, Halloween... Well, I mean, people called Slayer speed metal. I always thought they were thrash, so I guess that's open-ended to, you know, uh, to your opinion. But um, another... Another speed metal band, I would say. Well, one one band I love that Wayne absolutely admires, Halloween. I mean, they would classify that get that them Gamma Ray. Uh, uh, no, that's, that's all out power metal after '87. Yeah, that's not speed metal. 
Agent Steel, speed metal. Power Mad, that's speed yeah. metal. Exciter. No. Exciter, right. Um, yeah, it was out of Exciter as a thrash metal band. Oh, uh, Exciter, cool. speed metal, dude. Heavy metal, maniac, violence, and force. That's all speed metal. Abattoir, like Vicious <laughs> Attack. Yeah. That's another classic. I think Halloween actually pretty much defined power metal in my mind. They really do. I mean, especially the uh, original two Keepers albums. I mean, the, everything on those two albums cements what power metal is as far as I'm Those are two good-ass albums. Yeah, I like Jer- them, though. Yeah. yeah, I like Walls of Jericho probably the best. Mm. Well, I apologize for my lack of knowledge about the uh, oh, genre you that. You it's, just, it's all fucking yeah, subjective. Man. You know, it is it's just I remember like looking at like the magazines that, that my brothers would buy, you know, whether it was Guitar World or there was Circus or even Hit Parader and bands that they called speed metal. Then you wouldn't even think about calling them now. And unfortunately, that's I guess you could say the bubble that I put myself in is that, what, you know, with speed metal. I, mean, I remember one point someone tried to call Rhapsody a fire a speed metal band. I'm like, I always thought they were a power metal band. <laughs> That's definitely power metal. <clears throat> Uncle well, Saxon has no idea. What? We can't really hear you, brother. You can't hear me? How hear- about that better? You can see my face closer. I don't know. This is the worst show ever. Thanks, Wayne. Love you, too. <laughs> It's not your fault, Lou. It's not your fault. This never, ever happens. How's the weather over by you? Because I know you're not far from me. Uh, It was raining before, but thankfully no thunderstorms. So uh, my dog's not screaming and crying bloody murder, which is a good thing. (laughs) I thought maybe maybe it's bad. It's not. There you go. I'm going to turn it off again, so I'm going to echo Ah, feedback. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what the fuck's going on. My internet just, like, disappeared, and then it just came back. So I thought maybe a storm knocked something out. I have no idea. Weird. So something tells me this episode's not going to print, then, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to splice it together really... Uh, God, I'm going to have, a, like, a fun time splicing this whole show together. That's going to be a lot of editing, man. It is. I mean, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I am available on Sunday. Hey, Blue Lou, have you ever heard uh, Faster Pussycat or Tiger Tails? Uh, Yes, I've heard of Faster Pussycat. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we could just scrap the Necronomicon thing until another date and just go right into ABA. Fine, that's fine with me. I don't really care. (laughs) Aw. Okay. All right. No, I'm just saying. I mean, it's it's been uh, it's been chaotic. This yeah, is the, no. We usually, might as well now. It's been like an hour. Yeah, Lou. This show never goes this big. There's always something that happens, but never this. Never. Yeah. This, uh, on a scale <laughs> of fuckery, this is epic. Yes, this is the worst. Um, if it's any consolation, I really enjoy talking with you guys for the last hour. Well, I'm yeah, you're a cool dude. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. I hope to be back on. Um, 
hey, look, I mean, I, I, I understand technology. It's shit. So, you know, for, for, for everything it does to make our lives easier, it just makes it that much harder. Yeah. Justin, you're out on the East Coast. I'm sorry? You're on the East Coast? Yeah, Wayne and I are actually about an hour's drive away from each other, maybe a little less. Yeah. Wayne, oh, you're yeah. in uh, where? You're, you're in uh, not Greenport, right? No. Well, I don't really want to say because then everybody, all, all our fans will come to my house and want to get my autograph. Huh. Let's say I'm somewhere wow. in the middle. Of... Got an ego. That's optimistic. Let's say I'm somewhere in the middle of the island. How about that? Fine. Then I'm somewhere on the opposite end of the island. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're about probably like 40, 45 minutes from each other. Yeah. Yeah. So not that far. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right. So uh, what do you want to do? You want to do AVA then? Album first album, yeah, yeah, fine. Nineteen eighty four or fifty one fifty. I love that eighty four easily. Well, you didn't. There's a ten to one fucking rating right there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you didn't listen to Tiger Tales. You you know the story. I've heard the name Tiger Tales. I I, hold on. It's a glam band. Who was in it? I don't know. It's Uncle Saxon's pick. Fucking Kim Hooker, Jay Pepper, Pepsi Tate, um, and an assorted bunch of hooligans. A glam metal band hailing from Wales. With the hit song Love Bomb Baby? Oh, yeah. Yes. Hold on. Let me see if you can play it. You uh, love that song, don't you, Wayne? I do. I know you do. It's stuck in your head. Can you hear One that? One of the band members had the name Pepsi? Yeah, Pepsi Tate. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Pepsi. Pepsi Tate, no relation to Jeff. And Spincham <laughs> was the other guy. Oh. Uh, my clip's not even coming through. That's my jam! I made clips for this whole show. This was going to be fun. I am fun. No, no, no. I, I made uh, sound clips for the show, and they're not even working. <laughs> Hold on, man. Let me see if I can pull up Tiger Tales real quick. Uh, we're, we're reviewing Berserk, so look that one up with Kim Hooker. The first album, Young and Crazy, that was uh, Stevie James. So, all right, I'm gonna let's start the AVA show. Okay, um, I guess I can just talk about Flotsam and Jetsam another time. I want to, I want to hear about the show. I was supposed to be there, but yeah. we'll do a mismatch of everything. I think I uh, like so Tiger Tales better. The one riff I just heard more than any Faster Pussycat song. Oh, thank God! Nice. All right. Well, welcome to AVA uh, slash uh, the regular Rat Salad Review Show. I don't even know what to call this show. Fucked up Salad Review. I guess I don't know. This show has no title. Just toss, toss salad. salad. <laughs> the toss, toss, yeah, toss salad review. <laughs> Wayne Noon. <laughs> Actually, I should just broadcast the show just like this. <laughs> it's going to be so fucked up. <laughs> My good name is going to get ruined because of you, Mr. Noon. <laughs> it is. Man, I, we really like that guy, Lou, but when he hey, was on man. that salad review show, he sucked. You know what? what is the name? Podcast. <laughs> Things are tough all over. 
On tonight's show, we have uh, Faster Pussycat versus uh, Tiger Tail's Berserk. Berserk or Berserker? I don't have my phone. Berserk. All right. Since this was, since this, since this was your pick, Uncle Saxon, please give us a synopsis of uh, both the bands, uh, please. Actually, let's start with uh, Faster Pussycat. You go. Faster Pussycat. Uh, they were uh, tying me down. Which is a funny name, if you ask me. Um, yeah. He was half owner of the cat house with Ricky Rockman, I believe, right? I could be making all this shit up in my head, but... Ricky Rockman? Uh, it's been 30 years since since that scene. Yeah. They both uh, own the cat house. And, um, the yeah. I, yeah, that's true. But uh, Fast Pussycat self-titled album is a snapshot of what the strip was in 1987. It was... Uh, you know, Guns N' Roses. <laughs> um, just, uh, the pound's bad by you, too, huh? Yeah. I, no fucking way. Don't get me started. I like Gene R. Wayne. I'm still here. Oh, I'm I here. I think we all just close up again. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, Continue. Yeah. Continue. Ten, ten classic... Uh, L.A. Sunset Strip glam metal, glam rock songs with uh, with a sense of humor, good riffs, good licks. Um, yeah, I, I actually have always loved that album more than anything else that came out of the strip at that point. So that's uh, that's what I'll give Fast to Pussy's guest debut album, 1987. So you like this album? I do like this album. I've always liked this album, especially. Uh, a bottle in front of me is like a frontal lobotomy. I, I can relate to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lou? And, uh, I don't know, since this show got all screwed up, I guess I should really introduce you, because, uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on tonight. Lou? <laughs> What's going on? Where are you from, actually, Lou? Um, originally from Queens, New York. No, I don't, I don't mean where you're from like that. Nobody cares. What's your podcast? <laughs> God damn. Uh, name of the podcast is called uh, Music is Life. Basically, what I talk about on the show is my experience as a musician, giving advice to uh, musicians who are interested in going against the grain of the record label machine since it's practically non-existent today. You know, giving them advice on how to capitalize on their own music, how to... Uh, you know, book their own shows and how to establish relationships with like-minded musicians and songwriters. And uh, what I really want to do with it is sort of like build a community of music and just, you know, I mean, me having, you know, played out for the last 20 years, uh, I've seen so many changes personally, like, and Wayne, you can attest to this. How many venues did we have at our leisure growing up that we were able to play? Ninety-nine percent of them are all gone. All gone. I was just listening to that podcast you were talking, you know, talking about that on, and I couldn't. The things that, yeah, I couldn't believe. Like all the ones you were mentioning, I was like, oh, I played there. Oh, that's gone. I played that one. Oh, it's gone. They're all gone. Yeah. So. Slew. 
So the uh, so the the point of the podcast is just to to, to give uh, you know young musicians out there advice on how to market their music, put it out there, not worry about the money, and also just talking about you know uh, music as an an art form or as like a lifestyle or you know things that I think about certain bands or even certain messages. I actually talked about the Ingve article, well not this one but another one on mm-hmm. one of my more recent episodes. Talking about how he, you know, every musician that was in his solo band was a hired gun. Yeah. And how they all expected to be there for the long term. And how, you know, Ingve pretty much said, no, you do what I tell you. Right. Um, you know, at the, actual, at the, name, the name of that episode was called the, I, I think it was called the, the Plight of the Hired Gun. So if anybody wants to listen to that, and uh, you know, I I do it through Anchor.fm, the Anchor, yeah, Anchor, and pl- plugging it on my show. Great, thanks. Hey, I plugged your <laughs> plug away, oh, did you? I did plug you too earlier, but uh, thank well, you. Not that it's, way. Uh, I mean, I plugged you your show. I appreciate that. Thank you. I don't think my wife is <laughs> plugging me. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, you can you can find the podcast from iTunes to Spreaker. So. Uh, you know, Wayne, thank you for having me on this episode. You know, it really means a lot. It definitely, it's nice to meet uh, Saxon and Greg, too. So, thank you. Man, I didn't even know you yeah, had a show until I, you know, talked to you about Last it the other week, day. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't know too many people that have podcasts, so it's nice to know that you actually have friends that are doing them. So, mm-hmm. it's cool. But, oh, we but can find you on iTunes, too, or how does that work? Sorry? Can we find you on iTunes, or how does that work? Yeah, yeah, you can find me on iTunes. Music is Life is the name of the podcast. Closing down iTunes, I hear. No, they're not. That's what that's what the word is. Where? You want me to look it up? Why? Yeah, look I it up. The internet. I don't know about that, but uh, to get back to the subject at hand, not a Faster Pussycat fan. Mm. Heard one Tiger Tail song, and I liked it. <laughs> Have you heard the uh, Faster Pussycat first album at all? Like the whole thing, or is that the one with House of Pain? That is the one. With... No, that's the third album. It's the one with no, uh, Bathroom Wall. Second album. That's uh... the no, big I hit. I heard it. The the big hit off it was Bathroom Wall. No, I uh, just just as a uh, interlude here, Apple is shutting down iTunes. Here's what will happen to your music. Uh, posted by CNBC one day ago. Really? So Rat Salad Review is gone. Um, <laughs> not my end of the program. But we have 80 viewers or subscribers on YouTube. What are we going to do with all those people? Well, I guess they can stay there. It has nothing to do with iTunes. Yeah. But what about the podcast? Uh, switch to Microsoft? No, nah, we're on Spotify too, so it's all right. Oh. And Stitcher. And also uh, speaker. yeah, I don't know what that is. I'll find it out though. Just another format to release podcasts on. I'll look it up. Something's going on with him. All right. Well, that's that's strange. That's that's weird. I have to look into that. See what's going on. Hmm. Maybe it's just for music though, not podcasts. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I guess we'll find out. Anyway. Uh, Faster Pussycat. For me, this album does nothing. I can hear... Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, I hear like their in, 
bands that they were influenced by, like uh, Aerosmith. And I can yep. hear like a little Chuck Berry kind of stuff in the air. And I also hear some Guns N' Roses, which questions um, who started first? Because did Guns N' Roses copy them, or did they copy Guns N' Roses? Well, Guns N' Roses well, was Hollywood Rose and right. L.A. Guns before they were Guns N' Roses. I mean, they all kind of formed around the same time with Faster Pussycat, so kind of makes sense they'd have some similarities. And if you think about it, they all came in the shadow of Molly Crew. That's true, too. Yeah. And Steeler. And Steeler. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as far as this album goes, the only song that really did anything for me was Bathroom Wall, which was their huge, huge hit. That's the best song they ever recorded. Yeah. I like Babylon. I like Babylon, but that that shit gets really irritating with that in the background. It does. I had the sound clip of that, and I'll play it right here. Okay, I just I'll add that in later. (laughs) So, what? I guess you don't like this album either, Greg? Huh? I like it actually. Um, Now you like it. Huh? Now you like it? Well, I was listening to it at work. Um, I mean, I always knew I liked the first, well, not the first five songs, but Don't Change That Song, Bathroom Wall, and Cat House. I think it might have been Smash Alley were all on singles, which I had, and I loved them. Um, you know they're they're not maybe not the most original band around, but they they had a good sound and they got a ton of tasty riffs on the songs and Tammy's voice is pretty cool. Yeah, or works for what Timey he's Timey doing Timey. anyway, huh? Timey, Timey down. That's the oh. joke. Oh, I got you. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, no, it, uh, I think it's a pretty good record, though. There's a couple songs I outright hate, like uh, No Room for Emotion. Yeah, that's how I felt about the whole album, No Room for Emotion. But um, I had never actually heard the second half of this album before. <laughs> Just those four songs, so. But, uh... <laughs> I think it's a fucking romp fest. I love it. Yeah. I, I can't name another album from the strip from 87 that was any better. Really? Can you? No. I, I... Yeah, he's got a point. There really isn't. I mean, no, I liked it. There's only two songs I really didn't like all that much. Uh, no Room for Emotion. I mean, Babylon gets a little irritating with that pussycat thing, but it's still a badass song. But uh, do do that again. For a second. Great drums on that song, Nooner. Come on. No, I don't like it. Classic drum riff. No, it's played and out sh- boring. And uh, ship rolls in is kind of boring too, but they close it out with bottle in front of me, which is I don't know. I felt one of their heaviest songs. That's a great uh, song to close a record with. I'm not I'm not a glam rock fan, so. I mean, I do like some of the newer glam bands, but n- not this this style. I mean, this walks the line a little bit, though, it, with yeah, how bluesy it is, because, right. you know, it, 
It's not horrible, like poison. No, but it has like it's you know punk moments, and it has uh like you know it's rock and roll kind of stuff. Yeah, like it throws that. a lot of different elements in there, but they just don't do it as good as the original guys do. You know. Well, you're saying the new glam bands, the the poodles and the crash diets and the whoever else's, they're better than that. Yes. Wow. Ah, yeah. Do you know any of those bands, Lou? Crash Diet. Heard of the Crash Diets. Haven't heard them, but I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. They. You know why? Because they're just heavier. They 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 throw in like a heavier sound, also with the the glam element in there, and it just I don't know. I just like that heavier sound of glam music. Because I'm not a fan of. I hate Poison. I hate Motley Crue. I hate all that kind of stuff. And you probably like that Tiger Tales Berserk album, huh? I do. Which is the next album, uh, and I do like that because it's it sounds heavier. You know, it sounds like it has balls. It sounds like it'll rip your face off, especially you it know, is the, heavier the singer, you know? and and their playing is more interesting. It is. Some and of the... Lou, go ahead. No, what were you gonna explain? I like you said before, you turned it on for one second, you heard that first guitar riff, and you liked it already. Yeah, kind of reminded oh, but... me a bit of the. Uh... Japanese visual K bands that I like, such as uh, X. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were glammy as hell, but my God, could they play? Yeah. Um, You know, I got to admit, some of my favorite stuff comes out of Japan. Um, Even Loudness, I I do love them. Mm. Let's get married, Lou. (laughs) Happily married, sir. I'm the biggest Jap metal fan you'll ever meet, so... If you want to talk about Sikamachu sometime, I could talk to you off. Sikamachu? Doesn't he have a new movie uh, out? Oh, no, that's Pikachu. Uh, uh, most underrated <laughs> Japanese metal band of all time. Uh, um, but, you yeah, know, Glam, when done correctly, is freaking amazing. Yeah. When, you know, suffers through the you know, generic trappings of it, it's bleh. You know? Um, yeah. I still feel bad that they... made two good albums, you know? And that was in 74. How do you, how do you, you know, how, how do you top that? Who was that? Because you got weed? Because you got good weed? What'd you say? No, no, what'd you say? Because you, you like cut out. Sweet? Oh, no, I'm saying that uh, New York Dolls had two good albums in 74. And who can top that? I mean, everything's going to come down to those two New York Dolls albums. And nobody's ever going to be able to top them. I got to be honest, I was more of a Sweet fan than I was a fan of the Dolls. But oh, that's... And you're from New York, huh? <laughs> I was a Kiss fan. <laughs> <laughs> I never even listened to a New York Dolls album. How about that? Wow. Really? Um, well, actually, Guns N' Roses opened me up to the New York Dolls because they covered Human Being on um, uh, Spaghetti Incident. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, right. Oh, so, great album. Yeah! You like that Guns N' Roses album? Fuck yeah! <laughs> Why? Because it's all non-Guns N' Roses song? I've never heard it. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> well, my friend did have the cassette back in the early 90s, and he put it in my car deck. And, and I pushed the, the fucking eject and threw it out the fucking window immediately. <laughs> Same thing I did so, with Reload. Nice. Yeah. 
Another true fucking Uncle Saxon story. That happened, man. And if anybody tries it again, it's going to get a lot bloodier next time. Because <laughs> they'll throw you out the car and uh... That's fuck. Bring me. Bring me. As long as I'm away from that fucking bullshit music. <laughs> so you won't be going to see them on tour anytime soon. Well, I'll go I don't know anyone you. can. How can you afford it? That's true. Anywho, uh, back to the show. Uh, I wouldn't even want to be bought a ticket for it. it I'd go, man. It would be interesting to sit through. They play, they play a long set sometimes. Whatever it takes. Sometimes they play a long set. I was just listening to um, uh, on, on Jericho's... On Chris Jericho's uh, podcast, he was interviewing um, uh, Duff McKagan. And they were talking about like how sometimes they have like a three or four hour concert. I couldn't even think of sitting through that. Duff and Slash always seemed cool to me, but, you know, W, Axel, Rose, everything. Just ruins it. I don't know. I like them. I don't, know. It don't bother me. Anywho, right, back to the show. Uh, I wasn't I don't sure know with, how you uh, sit there and say that and not admit that their cover of Live and Let Die is one of the worst things ever recorded, and it's because of Axel. Oh, God. I, I was hoping my computer just cuts off again. I can just end this whole fucking show. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Continue with what you were going to say. I made my point. I like that cover. We all know I'm right. Well, that's fine. You keep being wrong. <laughs> it is my show. I could be whatever yeah. I want. Same Have thing you ever heard of Boy Bud cover of Live and Let Die? Who's? Boy Bud. <laughs> they did a cover of that? No, they didn't. Maybe. Oh. No, but they did They did a couple pretty awesome Floyd covers. Uh, Astronomy Domine, yeah. Nothing Face, and then The Nile Song, which is probably one of Pink Floyd's heaviest songs. They did that on The Outer Limits. Yeah. Speaking of, nothing face, <clears throat> speaking of nothing face, uh, somebody on the marketplace on Facebook had it on sale for like 10 bucks. I want to grab it. pick it up. That's a great price. It is a great price, right? Uh, all right. Back to Tiger Tales. Uh, I, wasn't expect, I wasn't sure what to expect with this band because it had like a glammy cover and I hate glam. And uh, I listened to it and I liked it a lot. I'm going to dig more deeper into this band. I was looking on, on YouTube earlier today, and I saw some pretty cool songs you know, from other albums that they have. So I'm definitely going to look more into them. Um, I get a very like, very early um, Lizzie Borden feel to them. Sure, yeah. 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 Totally. I think, yeah. Uh, also, um, a little Slaughter and a little Saigon Kick as well in there. Slaughter. Oh, you're talking about the glam slaughter. Never. Yeah, the glam slaughter. I was slaughter. about to say, what not the, the hell are you talking about? Not the other slaughter, you numbskull. Whatever. Strapato beats the shit out of anything the other one ever did. <laughs> you're totally wrong. Uh, Lou wants to rip his hair out. I will break no, every single record you have that Mark Slaughter sings on if you really think that crap's better than Strapato. Ooh, I just got a really good uh, Uncle Saxon's True Life story off of your fucking ripping on Mark right. Slaughter. We'll give you a story oh. tonight. 
that uh, that first Slaughter album was good. We tell, talking about man, that was like that my childhood. It's not better than the Canadian death metal slaughter though. Yeah, it is. Thrash metal slaughter. No, no, it's but it's not. better than Vinnie Vincent. No, it, it is, is not. The two Invasion albums are way better than the Slaughter records. I'm surprised you even say that because you have such a history with uh, Vinnie Vincent. Well, in that case, I can separate the art from the art because I really love that first record, but he is an asshole. Robert <laughs> Fleischman's cool, though. He's very cool. And oh, the guy wrote some of the best songs that Journey ever uh, recorded. So, mm -hmm. Did you ever hear um, Greg's story about Vinnie Vincent, uh, Lou? Mm -mm. Go ahead, tell him a quick version. Uh, we can go through it another time. Okay. <laughs> Come on. It's a long story, man. Just We're do the quick version. This up. Quick it, there's no quick version to a Vinnie Vincent story. Yeah, there isn't a quick version to that. There's a lot of ins and outs, and you have to explain how it got to the point. All right. Well, go go on YouTube and go, watch, go find the episode. It, it was weird. It was a good story, though. I feel no, still I'll bad work for you. it into the next thing we do with Lou. That's all. All right. Lou's never coming back. No, I'll never come back. Oh, okay. Good. I actually do got to cut out, though, because I'm hearing the baby scream right now. Oh, oh so get out of here. Whiskey. Uh, take care of your child. Whiskey. I, I, I appreciate you coming on. And I wish no um, I, I wish Skype thank you for having I wish Skype worked and everything tonight, but uh, it didn't. I'm sorry. Wait, it's fine. I'm I'm always happy to come back whenever you just give me advance notice next time. I will. I will give you advance notice. Thanks, guys. All right, well uh, All right. we'll forward you the Necronomicon fucking C D and you can come uh, join us for the review of that. How about that? Just got it on iTunes. Well nice. <laughs> cool. All right. All right, have good night. Guys. Thanks a lot. See you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. So, um, yeah, like I was saying, I love, I like this uh, Tiger Tales album. And uh, I like pretty much all the songs. You know, Love Bomb Baby, that's a cool song. I like the chorus. Love Overload. Noise, noise level critical. Heaven seems a little bit out of place, but it's still a good song. It's got a good chorus. Every band had to have a ballad back then. They had to have a ballad, and but you know they made it work. I, I like this album a lot. I'm gonna definitely check out some more Tiger Tales. Well, you might be bummed because this is their best album. So. Yeah, I don't know. I heard something else. Um, there was another song, a more recent one from like 2013. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but it sounded pretty cool. It sounded very similar to what this is, so it's not that far off. I don't know. I liked it. I don't care. That's all that matters. <laughs> what about you, Greg? How you feel about Tiger Tales? I like them. They're uh, they're really good. They musically, you know, they're like I said, it's a lot more interesting. It's closer to heavy metal. Yeah. I mean, it's still definitely got a lot of glam elements, but uh, I love the drumming on this record. Actually, very intense, very good, and. Uh, you know, they got good melodies. They got real catchy choruses, which is one thing that <laughs> uh, gets to me after a little while. Um, that That's the only thing about them. I always found his vocals grating after a little bit. But it's catchy. It's good stuff. Um, great musicians, though. Yeah. The only song I really don't like on it, not because it's a bad song, but it doesn't belong there, is Heaven. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I said it's very yeah. out of place. It's yeah, a weird. It should have been a B side or something. Yeah. But like Saxon said, everybody had to have a ballad back then. So, just the way things are. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. It's the way it is. It's the way it goes. So, what are we going to give uh, Faster Pussycat? Saxon. Uh, Saxon, uh, seven. Greg. Same thing, seven. Faster Pussycat? Seven? Yeah. Three. Wow. There's a lot of hate in that fucking rating. Yeah. yeah. Didn't do nothing for me. Tiger, Tiger Tails. Sax. Eight and a half. Greg. That's really weird. You keep saying the same thing I'm going to say. Yeah, eight and a half. <laughs> and guess what? Guess eight and what? a half. Eight and a half. Nice. Eight and a half. So today's I winner. To, I didn't get to put my uh, two cents in the Tiger Tales thing, but oh, I'll shit. just say I, that. I thought you did. I'm sorry. I'm uh, totally it's all sorry. Good. Uh, I'll just say that um, Love Bomb Baby and Noise Level Critical, those songs get stuck in my head for months at a time, and I can't yep. get them out. Yeah. I can't get them out unless I listen to Tesla's uh, – Edison's medicine or something, because then that I've got stuck in there for months. But yeah. at least I know how to get Tiger Tales out of my head. Mm. And that's what a good album does to a person. Right. Yeah. Yep. I even like that the uh, opening, uh, Six Six. Sex. Yeah. yeah. That's even a cool the song. Is good. Yeah. It's a good album. Well, if I give you a little advice, Nooner. What's that? Um, go back to the first one. It's it's actually more. Faster pussycat ish than anything else they did, but that was with Stevie James and that was from 87 too. Mm. And it's called Young and Crazy, but that album is crazy good. It's a really good album. Well, but if you don't like Glam, you'll probably totally disagree with that. But yeah. I, I, I don't dislike Glam, it's just certain bands. like You just said you hated it like 10 minutes I ago. do, I do hate it, but I don't. Well, check I like, in the I like... side. I like the bonsai or was bones before you uh, before you go to young and crazy because was bones and uh, what was the other one I just said? I, I could see him liking bonsai. Oh, bonsai, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonsai, I mean, they do like uh, creeping death and peace cells on there. It's, yeah. it's kind of cool, and they do a good job. Yeah, actually, they do. It's, I mean, it might sound a little weird when you're thinking of like Love Bomb Baby, but they pull it off. And they do it well. Oh. I, I like Kim Hooker's voice. I've always liked Kim Hooker's voice. But uh, the last three albums since since Hooker left, ugh. Yeah, um, good. It's just only... Jay Pepper. He's the only one left in the band, and he's just making money off the off the name. He's not even making any money because nobody buys the shit. So. The only thing I have that's newer from them is that the Lost Reels. Uh, see, that's okay because that's Kim Hooker. That's uh, okay. that's just demos and B sides. Oh, all right. Yeah, but you get knives or blasts. It's just not good, man. I'm still gonna look it up. But uh, yeah, but the glam stuff. I don't. I don't like stuff like Poison. I like stuff like Tiger Tales when it still sounds like metal. But it can it goes into you know both genres, you know. Can you name another band like that? Dokken. 
I hate Dokken. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> I don't like Dokken. Oh, whatever. Uh, uh, what the band that we were talking about? A uh, Crash Diet, like stuff like that, because they're heavy and they're they're glam. Yeah. So they, oh, they, that's yeah, a load true. of crap. You might as well just say you like Salty Dog. The hell's that? I like Salty Dog. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so does Bowden, but they were a one and done band. You know what I mean? Th- thank God before they made more children deaf. Pull this the fucking TKO novel. I will. I like TKO. I know you will. Hey, they, they, they made it to combat, you know. Hey, hey number one, Joe. Hey. This show got TKO. All right. Nooner, what are we going to do, man? All right. So the winner clearly is Tiger Tails. Which, yep. which, uh, Reminds me, uh, the last, um, oh my god, last week's episode, uh, when I put up the, the poll, the vote, voting thing for the album thing, I'm so tired right now, I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, they went over pretty well. A lot of people voted on that thing. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I, I saw that coming in the outset, you know. Yeah. I knew uh, Turbo was going to survive that one. I really thought that would. I didn't think it would be that big of a gap between the two. I kind of thought think so Ozzy was going to edge it out, but that that really shocked me, actually. Yeah, it did. I heard nothing but hate for Turbo, man. You know? I'm surprised, because it's really not that bad of an album. I think people forgot, you know? I no, know. yeah. Well, part of that, but when it's bad, it does get really bad, too. I guess. But it's not that bad. Not better than ram it down. There's more Ozzy fans in the world than there is Breeze fans. I guess so. Um, all right. Well, that goes that. Um, well, plus, Shot in the Dark is arguably the bigger song over Locked In or Turbo Lover. Yeah, true. You're right. You're right about that. You want to talk about your Flotsam story? Oh, yeah. It was a really good show, man. Um the band's great. They uh, they kind of do this thing with the set list where they'll play a new song and an old song. So they did some good shit off of the first couple albums, uh, some newer stuff, and quite a few songs off the new record, actually. But uh, even the shit they did, you know, from the 90s that wasn't all that great, the way they play it with the newer songs, it fits right in. Mm. Some good... Uh, some good thrashing stuff, man. And uh, actually, and, uh, they play "I Live, You Die." Oh yeah, of course they played "I Live, nice. You Die." Yeah, yeah, they did that. They did "Hammerhead," uh, "No Place for Disgrace." Uh, shit, what did they? They opened with "Desecrator." Mm-hmm. Or, or no, have... no, they uh, they opened with "Prisoner of Time," and then they went to "Desecrator" because that was awesome. Did you see Oz? I did not. I didn't get there until about five minutes before Flotsam took the stage because I had to work. I saw Tom on my way out, and uh, I saw Kristen, Krista, and uh, Fernando hung out with them. Yeah, hung out with them for a while, and uh, that was about it. So it was a good show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they closed with No Place for Disgrace. That was awesome, man. Eric sounded great. Really, my only complaint about the whole thing was 
There weren't a lot of people there, and I was a little bit surprised. What? Is that the first time you were at Skaboos, right? Yeah. And just, that setup's um, kind of fucking hokey, isn't it? Yeah, it's real hokey, but then when there's nobody in that space between or, like, up against the back wall, man, it fucked with the sound. That is a really badly set up stage. Hmm. More was... reggae, but... <laughs> yeah. See, now that makes sense, you know, but it's yeah. not for thrash, that's for sure. Oh. I got the, the one uh, live DVD that they put out a couple of years ago. They were, they sounded good live on that, so... Oh, man, the, the solo was awesome, the guitar solo, and uh, Ken Mary did a cool drum solo, too. Oh, really? It's Ken funny Mary? seeing... Um, yeah. Wow. Kind of a weird fit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to have a uh, Saxon story tonight? Since this show is all over the place? Do I waste it, or is it going to be broadcast live to millions and millions of fucking followers and viewers and lovers of Uncle Saxon's true Hollywood story? So far, the show has been recorded since I came back. So we're good. Are you going to do anything with it? Yeah, this will go up. Because I wasn't prepared, so I'll just tell you my Daglo abortion story. Your what? My Daglo abortion story? I can't understand you, but go ahead. The year was 1987. Me and my little buddy Peter Cheeks, a.k.a. Billy. He doesn't like to be called Peter Cheeks anymore. He never did. But <laughs> I'll respect his Um Me and Billy uh, were over northeast, 10 a.m. It was an afternoon matinee, kind of 18 plus, or maybe it was all ages, I don't know. Um, but we were getting on the bus to go downtown. And I got out of the bus, and I looked at Peter Cheeks, and I'm like, I gotta take a shit. And he's like, ah, you'll be fine. So we get downtown at like 10.30. The show doesn't start until 1, so we just skateboard around and dink around on a Sunday after, Sunday morning. Um, I believe they had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches set out somewhere. I don't know why that just came to my mind. Uh, but we go to the show, and it's Daglo Abortions opening for this Italian punk man called Rock Howard. Uh, so we get there and it's just Minneapolis punk scene all over the place there's a couple of skinheads that wanted to start trouble as they always do but uh, Fatal Abortions comes on and we had Fetus of Fetus which is a Fatal Abortions Day Day Low Abortions Day Low Abortions Day Glow Day Glow oh sorry Day Glow yeah. They glow. All right. I got it now. They probably put out the best punk album that's ever been recorded, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And that'll go heads up on, on anything Black Flag or the Kennedys or the Misfits ever did. It's that good. Okay. So, um, the lead singer and the all-around great guy of the band, his name is The Cretan. I could tell you his real name, but it, it escapes me. I think it's Mitch or something. <laughs> Anyways, Mitch. Between every, song, between every song, he would do like a little limerick. 
And well, I remember a couple of them. And one was, there once was a girl from Kent. To a football game she went. She sat by the goal and opened a hole, and that's where the football went. <laughs> and then you go to the next song. Dun, 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 dun. And it was great. And uh, I was just super impressed. And they, uh, they just slaughtered the whole place. And then Raw Power came on. Spoke no English. Still don't speak any English. I'll tell you that part of the story in a second. Um, so they did their Italian hardcore thing. And it was great. And we go skateboarding around downtown for the rest of the day. And we get back on the bus at like 6.30, 7 o'clock, go back northeast. And we get on the bus, and I'm like, cheeks, I still haven't taken a shit. I got to go really bad. Wow. You had to go really so, bad the first time. Eventually, I, I got to a can at some point that night. And, you prairie dog that whole night, huh? Yeah. So, right. 20, 20 years later, 2007, I go up to Winnipeg, and I see the Dayglow Abortions. In Winnipeg, they're a Canadian band, by the way. They they can't even come into the states anymore because of all, all the, you know, they just can't they can't get work permits to come into the states. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that. Uh, they've got a new lead singer named Jimbo Jack, um, part of a skate crew, cool guy. Um, me and Ruthie go up there, Auntie Saxon, and um, somebody threw a whiskey bottle on the stage, and Jimbo Jack. Jumps off the stage and just starts swinging. Unfortunately, he hits a lady square in the fucking face and she goes down. Well, even a punk crowd ain't going to let that happen. And they got all over his shit. And, um, well, the Cretan had to sing the rest of the night. He had to uh, perform as guitarist. And the Cretan can't sing anymore, so it was pretty horrible. So me and Ruthie go out and here's Jimbo Jack. Sitting on the curb in front of the... Uh, it was a club called The Zoo. Hold on a second. What? <laughs> well, I've got the poster here somewhere. Anyway, the flyer. It's on my wall. Jack sitting with his hands... Uh, with his face in his hands, and he's just crying. And I sit down next to him, and he looks at me, and he goes, Dude, I didn't know it was a chick. And he was absolutely <laughs> flat-out totally bummed out that he smacked the chick in the face. So, two weeks later, me and Ruthie are on vacation uh, in Portland, Oregon. And who's there? Raw fucking power. Wow. Not, this is 2007. Wow. <clears throat> so, 20 years after I saw the Dale abortions and raw power at the entry, which is a small room off the first half, I see... <coughs> excuse me. I see... Uh, they go abortions and raw power two weeks apart in two different countries. And it, uh, I don't know. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Uh. And in 2007, I still had not taken that shit. Too <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. You've taken it now, right? I'm taking it right now, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, what are you wearing? I'm wearing my officer-friendly T-shirt. Nice. On the back, it says... Oh, God, there's too much all there. of us. There's a sleeping cop. He must be killed. Oh, my God. We don't need to see all that. We no. see your ass. That's even better. All we saw was ass. I still and, don't see you guys at all. And side so. boob. 
Maybe All right, Drake to... wearing a DC shirt. What do you got? Bowie. Bowie. David Bowie. Nice. Found that at BJ's. Like five bucks. Deceased, ghostly white. One of the best albums ever. Yep. Not ever, but it is good. I think it's great. It's one of it the is best. Good. Is that sugar I keep hearing, Dragon? What's yeah. that? Is that sugar I keep hearing in the background? Yeah, she's yeah, gotta go she's out. Gotta pee bad. Go ahead. Yeah. I hear her chains going, so. Yeah, yeah. Go let her out. Yeah. We're gonna be leaving oh, in a minute anyway. Well, a few days ago, we're gonna end the show. Uh a few days ago I mentioned on Facebook that we needed some subscribers. And uh a lot of people came through for us. Yeah, totally. It was groovy. It was. I believe now we're up to 80 on YouTube. I don't know about anything else. But I know some people did uh, join the uh, iTunes um, uh, podcast. So I just want to thank everybody for helping us out. Getting getting to 80 subscribers on YouTube. Really cool. And really appreciate all of you. And uh, like Lou. Lou who was on earlier. Uh, he joined our uh, he subscribed to our show both on iTunes and uh, YouTube and please go check out his Music is Life podcast it's a very good podcast uh, he's, he has a lot of insight because he's been involved with the music business for quite a few years so he knows what he's talking I'll about sure. yeah. yeah and just from you know if I include the stuff that we were talking about earlier before I started this show you'll see he knows what he's talking about Obviously. probably better yeah, probably better than we do half the time. So it was very—it was a lot of fun having him on. Noggling, he might have something to say about that. Yeah. What's know. that? I said you're pretty much an encyclopedia Metallica. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, I try to be. So um, some other people, um, Matthew Schaffer from the Hameen Media Group, uh, they subscribe to us and uh, go check them out. Uh, they, it's a mostly like a wrestling podcast, but they do have other shows on there, like conspiracy shows and um, political things, like stuff like that. Well, it's pretty cool, pretty cool podcasting. I listen to most of the shows on there, so go subscribe to them on Twitch and iTunes and uh, Stitcher, you know, everywhere. Just look them up, do a search, and uh, add them. Uh, the wrestler Eric Adams, uh, you can add him on uh, YouTube, Eric Adams TV. He has a lot of wrestling matches that he does on there. Pretty cool. A guy I've known for a long time. He's a pretty cool guy. Um, Old Head Podcast. I don't know who it is, but they added us to uh, their YouTube. So go check him out. He kind of does album reviews, kind of like us, I guess. But uh, yeah, go give him a subscribe. And Speed Rush Metal. Uh, One of my friends uh, from Greece. uh, The band Speed Rush. Go join their uh, YouTube and check out their stuff. Pretty cool thrash mm-hmm. bands. I like it. Yeah, a lot of oh, people, boy. but a, a lot of other people. I'm sorry I can't name everybody. Otherwise, the show will be like three hours long. But uh, yeah, we really Already appreciate everybody. It has been. <laughs> We've been doing this since what? Eight thirty. Yeah. So, yeah. So thank you, and no thank you, Skype, for fucking up the whole entire night. What a nightmare. What a nightmare. You guys have no idea what we went through tonight. But we got the show done, and that's all that matters. 
That's Can right. I get a Walt Bundy? Whoa. Oh, Bundy. Put him in. Greg, put him in. Whoa. Bundy. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. Uh, what the hell is that? It's the Whoa Bunny. The... Married with children? Johnny, Johnny, oh. Johnny, Johnny. Whoops, Johnny. Whoops, Johnny, 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 Johnny. I don't know what that is either. Totally lost. I gotta go to bed. Alright. I'm gonna go thumb wrestle DJ Juice. Okay. Hi! Bye. Oh my god. Matter